Welcome to Bleed TV, the only podcast today's best shows and movies. I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. And tonight we got The Walking Dead. This was season eight, episode 11. Dead or alive or dot, 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 dot. And then that's all um, I can think about. Can I, can I ask the question? Does anybody know what this title means to this episode? Yeah, it's Gabriel? the last thing Negan says in the episode. Okay. Whether they be dead or alive. Or, or something in between. All right. Something in between. All right. So purely just on that one statement. It's got nothing to do with the content of the episode, correct? I mean, maybe. That's what I wanted to make sure. Maybe Gabriel. I was struggling. Like, I mean, he was kind of focused and everything, and it was tough to say what he was, but yeah. I think it's just okay. the line at the end of the so episode. It's just a catchphrase. Yes. Okay. Basically. All right. I want to make sure. I was just like, all right. I was trying to see if this had a symbolism to something in the episode. Wasn't able to grasp it. Oh, well. Um... Overall, what y'all think of the episode itself? Uh, I didn't think it was a bad episode, but this is, we talked about it, the definition of filler. Yeah. Anything that gives this much screen time to Tara is just a filler episode. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> like, Any Tara lovers out there, it's uh, cash only. You know if you're a Tara lover, just stop listening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not going to get any better from here. Because all 2% of you, you know. Mm. Anyway, uh, I'm with you guys. I thought the episode had some good things about it. But yes, um, we didn't move very far in any direction. If anything, we did a big circle. Yes. And we started out going in one way, ended up back like we were, kind of. Except people found out about Carl, so I... Right, and I know, guess that but we didn't, progress. In a nice little... But it was just silent. Yeah. No words. It, it was like... Cry fest. And I forgot, because like, Carl died, what, two episodes ago? So the fact that people are just now discovering it, I was like, why? It's, it's another way to drag it out. Yeah, man, we're over it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we we over moved it. on from this good, god-awful, atrocious decision. Yeah. And so on. Y'all, did y'all see my post on Facebook where, it, you know, somebody took uh, Jadis' face and put, you know, Gimple there and said it was a story decision and it's bullshit, <laughs> you know? I did see that one. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> anyway, um, how y'all want to attack the episode? You know, we got like four or five little mini groups here. You know, we got the Negan little deal. We got Hilltop little deal. We've got Daryl and the Swamp Crew. We've got Gabriel and Doc. Um, I said, let's let's knock out the little tiny ones first. Yeah. All right. Well, so we, we, what do you want to go with? Do you want to go with Hilltop? No, yeah, let's just the end of the episode. So, I mean, yeah, save so them for he, the end. Yeah. It's kind of the Daryl crew. It's kind of the ones who's in the beginning. Nah, there's one more though. What's the, what, what am I forgetting? I mean, there's Negan and then there's uh, Gabriel. Well, well, there's Eugene, Negan and Eugene are kind of all together. Um, and then Gabriel and Doc. And then you have Daryl and Tara and Dwight. Mm-hmm. So I think we just so, knock out um, Gabriel and I mean, Doc. That's kinda, and then the Hilltop, Maggie and Gregory and all that. So I mean, it's kind of it is what it is. I feel like I'm missing one little small party, but maybe I'm not. Anyway, screw it. Uh, y'all want to do uh, the doc? Sounds and good. Gabriel, sure. Yeah. They got a lot of focus this episode. They did. They absolutely did. All right. So we, we are we all clear now? This episode shows you that he was not bitten. He is not infected. I know there was a lot of people out there that had that issue of you know why is he not turned? Why is he not this or so on? This is completely unrelated. This yeah. is com- a separate illness. He just got sick. And this is this is clarified. But he does have an infection. Yes. So And a fever. The problem is they cover him in guts. All of a sudden he's sick mm-hmm. with an infection. You put two and two together, it's like It was like the Glenn fake death scene at the end of like season five or six or something. 
Yeah, where it's just like the camera trick. It's just, I don't know. It's playing like you're talking about. And like you're talking, it's playing on your audience. Of we've been showing you this is what happens, mm-hmm. and then you're showing us this is now happening, and it doesn't add up, even though it's supposed to. You know, it, I, it bothered me. And so, did anyone sick long enough in fear to know if you, they got sick by the blood getting in them or anything? That doesn't. That's never happened because Rick has drank. And had more blood in his eyes than anything else. And those, within those yeah. two things right there, he should have been dead and long gone if that was the case. Right. But look what this episode hinges on. Yeah, at the end of the episode, it all hinges on... It all comes to the point of where it's like, hey, just get this blood on them. Put your blades, dip it in it, and stuff like that. That's the end of the episode. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like... Make up your mind. Well, what the rules change? Okay, as yeah. The series goes. I mean, that's the whole deal. That was gonna be my argument in the episode when we talked. Was is that okay? Gabriel is the is the walking definition of what shouldn't be happening or should be. It's a, it's a 50-50, but based on what they've told you in the scenes prior, I mean, I remember the episode where Rick and Shane were fighting. And they were at that place to dump that fella and they killed a walker and like half of his blood and guts went into Rick's face, mouth, nose, where he was getting up, spitting it out. Yeah. I mean, this was a key moment of season two. All right. He's fine. Gabriel puts the pieces on him and he gets an infection and we're supposed you know, the viewer immediately thinks, okay, well he got sick because of what he got put on him. That doesn't match. And then you hear what Negan has to say at the very end of, you just scratch them. You just do, you know, get this on them. Da 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 da. You know, and you let it be. You know, to signify what's supposed to happen to turn them into walkers there. And so, it, it, you know, the episode is contradictory based on that alone. Yeah, I mean, it completely changes the entire concept of Negan's speech. Well, I, or I just don't understand what happened to Gabriel. Yeah. He just happened to get sick with an infection after having blood and guts on him. From a walker. Yeah. This so convenient that has no bearing. Or it does. Who, who knows? Yeah, we don't know. Because I mean, at this point, looking at Gabriel vision, it looks like walker vision. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Gabriel, Gabriel vision. vision. Yeah, like he looks like he's, you know, one step away from Walkerville. I mean, I they, mean I've seen walkers that look better than Gabriel does <laughs> right now. <laughs> Obviously, the guy who's Rick's sweat man. Came to Gabriel, Rick and Daryl sweating. Yeah. <laughs> no, Daryl's just filthy. Yeah, Rick is sweaty. Hey, by the way, guys, round of applause. Daryl got a bath on this episode. You know, a swamp bath. <laughs> it is the, an improvement. No, in the bath. Yeah. he's now an improvement. That swamp is for the worst. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's what killed all those people in the swamp. Yeah. <laughs> As soon as he dipped his toe in it, they <laughs> <laughs> immediately became walkers. There was a prosperous community living in that sun. <laughs> All right. So, we're, Gabriel, they're sitting in a car with Doc, and they can't get the car to start. They're lost. Yeah. They've you know, long their way. And Gabriel, we have a walker that's dragging his stump attached to a chain. Okay. Yes. Coming up to the car. Now, at first, I didn't catch this, but this was a clue to what the episode, what's going to happen the rest of the episode, and so on. And then it just cuts away and comes back where that walker has been evidently, you know, curb stomped, and they're out there going, "Well, we just need a new car." <laughs> it looks like a machete has hit it in the head. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty brutal. <laughs> what, what's happened here? Um, <laughs> he just gave the Chicago Ridge hand. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie Murphy special. 
so then it turns into Gabriel Vision, as my brother once said right here, to where he just magically goes through the woods. And this is like the third time we've had something where you just magically see something off in the distance. In no, the woods. he heard oh, yeah. the bell. You got me. That's right. It was. He did hear something. Which they didn't even make a sound. He goes out there, and we get to this, I guess this is like armo, army camo netting, and so on for like blinds and stuff. Yeah. Tears it open, and voila, we had this house that has this massive antenna going up um you know where somebody evidently has lived and this um, is like a prepper or something right you know a refuge from the world and um cool effect on the house you know i will tell you this this episode did impress me that all the set pieces made it look like we were several years past civilization just like when you saw the bridge and you saw weeds have gone up through the bridge yeah, like a lot of moss uh, and everything exactly and like this house looked like it had been sitting vacant for a very long time. Agreed. There was a lot of different things. They were a little heavy on the dust inside the house. I mean, yeah. when he was knocking that off, it's like somebody had dumped chalk everywhere and he was poof, like a cloud. It was like a two inch thick. Like, yeah. Layer I don't know, man. Off. I, I live in the country. You live in the country. Dude, you leave your door open for a second. Like your entertainment center, everything. Yeah. It's covered. Right. I mean, I'll it don't take that. much. So we get into this place. You know, they're looking around, nothing. They come inside, there's old radio equipment, there's, you know, journals, a script for somebody who's been on the radio, you know, that there's still, there's, there's hope and there's constant conversation about, you know, I'm letting the Lord lead me and Doc Carlson's constantly skeptical. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, did Doc already kind of clear the house or everything like that because they kind of got comfortable in the living room? Did I catch that or did I miss that part? They were clearing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, because I mean, Gabriel was just kind of trying to read, and Doc was going in and out of every room. Yeah, because he was going out. That's how he found the previous owner of this place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, he was tied <laughs> to the uh, <laughs> This bed guy or something. was taking no chances. No. No. He's like, I'm going to eat every pill I have. I'm going to bag my head, and I'm going to chain myself to my own bed with a gun in my pocket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, got a gun in his hip. Just in case. But my thing is, if you have a gun. Why not shoot yourself in the head so you don't change? You wouldn't want to turn. Why do you want to die terribly slow and horrifically with a bag over your head or pills? Well, see, I saw the pills. I thought he just went to sleep and never woke up. And but then what? you put a bag over your head as, you know, to make sure you don't wake back up. I mean, that's a pretty terrible way to... Before you fall asleep, you're going to suffocate. <laughs> I hear you. Well, you well know, no, because I don't a think... Bag, yeah, a bag yeah. over your head, you'll be, able to, uh, you'll be able to breathe for a little while. Yeah, a little you while. Sleep. I mean, yeah, you'll be able to breathe until you're asleep. Yeah. I mean, uh, no. I'm assuming he's got like 10 ah, ambience. No. I'm not even sure yeah. of the exact science, but, you know, when I watched uh, Lucky Number 11, you know, they had a, a little bit, you know, while they were breathing <laughs> in the bags. I'm calling total bullshit on this. As a matter of fact, now I'm thinking about the whole deal. And I'm like, this might all be bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. When did he handcuff himself? Before the pills, pills, after the pills, after the bag. You handcuff yourself. You take a bunch of pills, slide the bag over, pull it, you know. And Did you he pull it? Or like, I thought it was just a loose bag. Maybe oh, no. That thing was on him. Yeah. And so. Yeah. He didn't just want to put a bag on his <laughs> head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just the embarrassment. I'm an astronaut. Yeah. <laughs> this is my helmet. <laughs> just so you don't bite. Like, I mean, I thought uh, it was just nice and loose. That's it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, no. This. Ridiculous. Overkill ridiculous. <laughs> uh, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> the pills in the ground should have been enough. You imagine you, yeah. you're one-handed trying to get this bag on your head. It's like, son of a bitch. Get sleepy. 
You know what I mean? Good thing I have a holster. Well, you can put the bag over, handcuff yourself, take the pills, and tighten it at the last second. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm reaching here, man. I'm reaching. You have a gun <laughs> in your waistband. <laughs> Grease yourself. Shoot yourself. Yeah. Why would you want to turn? I... What sense did this death make? None. 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 This is so just ridiculous. This was just a way to give Doc a gun for no reason. All this was to set up Gabriel making a faith shot. I mean, yeah. Never mind. Fuck this episode. I'm done. That's one. Now that you're talking about one stupid dead radio operator can't even kill himself right. He legitimately tortured himself for no reason. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, now that we're talking about it, there's no good reason for this guy to be dead like this. <laughs> he should have just gone out like, you know, pop, kung fu. You know what I'm saying? Just like, is this some autoerotic asphyxiation? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's just like, you should have seen the tie and everything. Zoom in on the pills. It it's Viagra, and he's just choking himself. <laughs> just have his zombie well, dick hanging out. Oh. One last pull that everyone right. could have gotten out on. We, we have derailed and exploded, and that's where we're going. Well, that's, well, that's how we should have gone out. It's yeah. an explosion. Just yeah. like, yeah. I would go with the autoerotic deal if like, he had a rope to the ceiling fan. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, but hey, whatever. Hey, I man, that's what we should have changed it to. No, you never do it on the ceiling fan. You always do it on like the doorknob. I guess is what happens to these people. Ceiling fan so. does seem a little bit more dangerous. Like what? Yeah, if my ceiling fan held my weight, I would, I would be absolutely amazed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is a morbid conversation yeah. <laughs> over this ridiculous debt they All can't right, explain. So anyway, after we find our you know baghead uh, radio opera, we come out and. We were just talking, having a good conversation, and how about the Gabriel oops and hit the pig perfectly, and perfectly, and shatters to where we have keys and a map. Another one we have established can read a map because I'm just I'm like, this is where I feel like the writers are reaching to the TV and slapping the viewers. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least I mean, Doc just, even called it out. <laughs> Doc was like, "You've got to be kidding me." It, it, it didn't matter what he said. Just the idea that this was in this giant piggy bank just absolutely blows my mind. Because yeah, who's going to hide keys in a freaking piggy bank? <laughs> How'd you get the fucking keys, keys in, in the, the piggy, piggy bank? bank. Well, it's some great. of them have that deal at the bottom. But Man, still. You got the cork at the bottom, but keys aren't necessarily... It just doesn't make... Why was it in there? Whatever, man. <laughs> I'm just... None of this makes any no. sense. <laughs> like, he has two kinds of antibiotics. I mean, like, you see yeah, what they're trying to do. around in the houses. Yeah, I mean, everything was so convenient here. Well, they're trying to push Gabriel's faith, faith line, yeah. right? And then the doctor, who's the science guy, I guess, is saying, oh, you believe that horse shit? So it's like, they're like pushing, pushing, only to dramatically rip it away from you. Oh, it was yeah. like pulling the ventrals out of his gut. Yeah, so it's like... <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah, so I mean, like you said, all right. So they go outside, and we got Gabriel Vision that cannot read something six inches in front of him. Okay, whatever. Maybe he's taking some antibiotics and has yeah. some, a miraculous recovery. Okay, you know how the time works in Walking Dead. Yeah, but it could Doc's be one even, day, it could be one week. You never know. Um, and so they go outside, and Doc's starting to feel lucky, and he, you know, suddenly Gabriel Vision sees a sign from over a hundred. Here's it, you know, a hundred feet away, and says traps warning. And he gets this enormous back. He literally walks backwards into a bear trap. Okay, and okay, yes, it happened. He's screaming, 
And this is the this is that shit that Walking Dead does. They're walk outside, right? Mm-hmm. They're talking to each other loud. They're you know having conversation. He feels comfortable to turn around, walk backwards. Suddenly, this bear clamp thing happens. He starts hollering, and within three seconds, there's there's seven eight walkers out there bearing down on top, bearing of them. down. And it just it blows my mind. And why does every walker want to bite for the face of the victim? Why you know you realize that when Doc was on the ground right there, yeah, one walker was coming at him from his feet area, and still was and going still for came the... at him for his face shot where there's blood gushing out. Right. Yeah. Instead, he puts the forearm shiver up and is able to defend himself versus this walker when this walker could have gone for his ankles and had a feast. game over. Yeah, like, and I'm just like, <sighs> they want the jaw meat. You know, it's and, you know and of course, they, <laughs> they gotta get that jaw meat right there. The most well, that's, that's so tender. scalp meat. Well, <laughs> are you trying to tell yeah. me these are former, you know, like Indians? Or I mean, come on. Um, hey, they're, they're, they're uh, Memphis barbecue cookers. You know, oh, they know. <laughs> they're ex barbecue pros. So uh, let's throw in the ridiculousness that seven walkers immediately appear and like are immediately bearing down on them. The walkers only go for, as you say, the, the tender jaw meat <laughs> and everything else. We're able to fend off multiple of them. Gabriel's able to use Gabriel vision to find his, this I mean, revolver. he closes his eyes at one point. Okay. And then when he does the whole be with God and, you know, his guns waving around, you know, and just suddenly pulls the trigger and greases this walker that's six inches from his face. Don't, you know, I was done. I, I was like, Ugh. And if I mean, I'm why, why? It just you didn't have to go that far. No. You didn't have to be that so much of a slap you in the face of, you know, everything. Just disrespect. All us this, as all this was was to build all that up, like Jake said a minute ago, to have it crash down at the end. You know, because what he does, what he guess what? They get him into the jeep. They start having this real positive conversation. Don't fucking move. You freeze or whatever. You know. Then they're like, oh, great. And you know, so they get put in the back of this truck. And again, Gabriel vision, he suddenly looks at Doc and Doc's like, I'm seeing what you're seeing. I'm seeing it, man. I'm seeing it. And then he goes to grab this revolver and all of a sudden you just hear a bang. Yeah. Where this bang come from and who shot him? It didn't even show it on on camera. It didn't. You know, no, we, we never off, even saw them. And we never even see him get in the car or anything. But we do see his bullet hole. Yeah. Yes. You see him roll over and he's got a small hole in, in his, his chest. chest. So that but means the dog that knows revolver, that this person is and looking at The revolver doesn't even come out of the holster. If you, well, I watched yeah, it no. twice. He went to reach for that revolver, and before it was even out, bang! And he just rolled, and then it clips to him yeah. rolling over. And when he's doing that, the hole's there, and somebody goes, "Damn it, you weren't supposed to kill him. He's going to have our ass." That was the doctor. Yeah, yeah. I know that. And but so, like, the, but you, and that gun was still in his hip. Well, the gun was in his hip, and he's shot in the chest. So almost it wasn't like, that yeah. gun that shot him. No, was, almost like he else. had another gun in his right hand, and just like. Don't touch no, my the, shit. It had to be a second person. It was just like... Oh, and it was instant, too. Yeah. So it's like... The second he touches that revolver. Doc is looking the person who murders him in the eyes as he's trying to reach for this revolver. Yeah, that's but he pulls only. some Doc Holliday shit yeah. and just like this reaches around. Cow. Well, that's the other thing is that they gave you the impression based on where this gun was, this guy was not looking at Doc. Yes. So this is the reason it would give him the motivation to do it. Exactly. Doc would have not done this if there was somebody else watching that's him. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's a person like <laughs> I mean, off screen that Doc yes. is looking in the eyes. Hey, I'm, I'm reaching for this gun. And, and that's the reason the second he reaches for it and touches it, he gets greased. And to me, he's like, all right, well, he wouldn't have reached for it if, if anyone that guy was, was right there that would have shot him. But there was a guy back further. 
the driver or something because we know there's two people. Well, there's the guy that's on the tailgate. He tries to steal the gun, and yeah. there's a guy behind him, like further off the tailgate. Yeah, because right. he reaches for that, and that's the guy that shoots him. But Doc if, would have to be looking at him. No, it doesn't seem like that's the guy that shoots him though. Well, I, know yeah, that, like, I know that makes that's the only possibility yeah, that's that the makes only, sense. Like, plausible, but. but when you see, you know, hey, that was the doctor. They're going to have our ass for that. Mm-hmm. They're focused on the big chubby dude he was trying to steal the gun from. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's the one that fucked up. So, if next episode, they get back, well, that we already saw him. He, yeah. He gave, I'm surprised he didn't punish somebody. Well, yeah, I mean, there's only two people, but they've shot it to where there has to be a third person that Doc just never saw. Because yeah. I can't imagine you reaching for a gun. Looking somebody in the eyes who can see you reach for well, that. Well, not gun. only that, you wouldn't reach for a gun if there was somebody who had the opportunity to yeah. shoot you. Well, I mean, that's who I'm saying. Doc is looking at because yeah. like it just the camera angle and the way they went about this was complete dog shit to me. You know, and you know, again, in his death, so com- it was purely to show that Gabriel's mantra or his religion belief and all that stuff was complete was was horseshit. Yeah, well, it's just it was just to bring that crash down, like it was like almost almost like it was a statement against faith. I don't know. I hate. To, I mean, I hate to say that it is or accuse it of that was. It's almost like, yeah, whatever you think of faith. Here's an example of why it's not real, or it's a direct statement of faith because that is kind of how it is. Giveth and taketh yeah. away. Yeah, that's right. What it is. So it's like. No matter how many good things are going, There's, at any moment the rug can be pulled out from under you. Let me tell you what I feel like it was for. Welcome, Sadiq. One less character we have to pay for. Yeah, well, I Sadiq's mean, a doctor, no so, doubt. And it was a complete <laughs> net loss for Negan because Negan lost his do- his doctor, and Hilltop gained a doctor. It, it's just. <sighs> I mean, I got it. It, it was. A, it was just. It was just. It was a bad death. It was yeah, completely. It was, it was filler. Like, yeah. Oh well, filler. this is what we always talk about. Is like you got to trim the herd. You know what I mean? But like we didn't even have to kill Doc. Like I said, it took me fifty minutes to realize who Doc was, as they were calling him Doc <laughs> the entire episode. I, I don't know. Yeah, Whatever. I know about him because. But the deal with this is, is that Doc's specialty was an OBGYN. Yep. A pregnancy doctor. You know, or which you know, female doctor has not so gained anyway, and so. Even like we'll go to the hilltop next. Maggie is got her her hand on her flat six yeah. pack stomach, by the way, and everything you know. And I'm thinking, okay, yeah, Doctor Car- Doctor Tarson's got to become a player in this. Pang, <laughs> you know that, that that's not longer a pro- an issue. So now we have Sadiq, you know, and he has medical experience. You know, I just. <sighs> I mean, smart play by him. Be like, hey, guys, I'm going to join the community. I got medical experience. I'm gonna say I'm a doctor. By the way, very important person. Yeah, <laughs> really. Keep me alive. Yes. Ding, 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 ding. Um, anyway, so then, like I said, Gabriel gets carted off, and he's crying, and he's upset. You know, it is what it is. And so we go to the hilltop, and I know we're out of order here because we got Daryl and Swamp People show up, but Maggie is having to make decisions on rations. The girl, you know, Bochick, Bochick, I remember her yeah. distinctly now, comes in with her little, you know, pamphlet or chart or little booklet, and it's like, you know, our rations, basically, if we cut it down to a third of what we already have, we got, oh, what, oh, she say a end couple of the weeks? Week. No, end, end of, of the week. Thought, end of the week. <laughs> and that doesn't include the prisoners. Yeah. Right. And so we're going to have to make some hard decisions. Um, And so she goes down there to be a hard ass, like, you know, hey, <clears throat> rations are going to get cut even more. 
and uh, it is what it is. My people first. Well, it's not right. And of course, I'll, Gregory, one of, the, one of the best actors on the show, you know, uh, Xander, Xander, or whatever his name is, um, he gets such little screen time now. I'm waiting for this guy to get back in the mix somehow. Um, you know, he's arguing and let me out, you know, the whole nine yards. And they want, you know, hey, can you let us out, even on gun, you know, on patrol, just let us, you know, roam around. And I'm, yeah. <laughs> I, I, to me, I would look at him and be like, uh, you're lucky I don't go ahead and shoot you. Really? I mean, I would give him like. <laughs> I mean, that's just me, though. I'd give him, like, trench duty or something. Figure out something to do with prisoners. I, I don't understand this plot line. I really don't either. Yeah. Like, prison rights? Yeah. All of a sudden, I... You're prisoners I just, of war, man. Like I just don't care. And you know this is just to lead to one of these guys or a couple of these guys try to make a break for it or try to, you know, free their friends or something. And all it is is to make this tougher on Maggie's decision. So you think it's just gonna it's more a moral decision, yeah. more moral dilemma. That's yeah. all it is. You know, like, how can we intertwine moral dilemma? And we're getting a visual of it this time. And I mean, the person supposed to be defending them isn't even there. Because yeah, Jesus is gone. Yeah, like, I should be like, okay, Jesus, hunt. you're gone. You come back to... Food. Hey, we were out of rations. Yeah. We had to let them go. <laughs> <laughs> we let them go into the ditch, all their bodies. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Oh, rapid, rampant flu just yeah. went right through him. Now, there is. Terrible. Hadn't been eating enough, didn't have enough water. It was sad. We probably should have killed him way back yonder. Now, does anybody at the hilltop, have they ever heard or have talked to somebody who's ever heard the whole speech of that people are resources? We don't kill people. No. Do you follow what I'm saying? Like, could that be a reason why you would keep these people? Because remember, she sent the box and well, said, we have 38 more of these mm-hmm. as an example. Or whatever. But you now know. she's softening on that. I, I get that. But to Negan and them, does that mean, okay, we can't attack because they have our prisoners? Is that what she's trying to convey? It's like, you come at us, we start killing your people? Kind of. Negan's concept, like, I don't give a crap. You kill them or not. <laughs> We're going to make an example of you jokers. I think that's going to have more to do with Simon than it is going to have to do with Negan. Yeah. I agree with that. Because... That's his people. Dean! That's my man, Dean! <laughs> but they're... Yeah, I'm so surprised he knew Dean's name. <sighs> they are setting it up for a Negan-Simon... Quarrel. Royale. Actual battle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or one of them's going to put down the other. I mean, honestly... Simon's dead. Like Simon will die, I would assume. But I think that's what all this has to do with. Um, maybe that's maybe what... even to the point of where... Some of these people decide that they'd rather be with the hilltop people instead of oh, going think, back to Negan. You know what I'm saying? I, mean, right. I think most of these people will side with the hilltop. Right. I they they show us the long haired guy again. Yeah. Talking to Morgan and stuff. Oh, Morgan That's, Carol. That's who you were probably thinking that we were missing their story. Maybe right. so. Yeah, maybe so. Bit, but they're part of the hilltop thing. Yeah. Anyway. They, they that guy's still alive because he's gonna be a problem. Or a solution. Like, well, I, I still think he might be a true person and they add him to the cast or something for some reason. I'm talking about the long-haired asshole. Oh. Not the guy that's talking to Maggie. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. The guy that's always yeah. talking shit. He's going to start a riot, yeah. That is the guy that'll be, when you let him out for his wreck time, you know, all right, hit the yard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's going to be the problem. 
Yeah, like he's the one who's been so nice and good looking and seems compassionate, prison rights. And he'll actually be the actual bad guy. The guy who looks like the bad guy and you hate, the one that killed the brother and everything else, mm-hmm. won't actually be the mastermind behind that. Oh, so I think it's the other way around. This play, this show's too heavy-handed. I agree, but it would be better if the you know the good-looking oh. one that was doing all that stuff would be coming at it. Yeah, but I mean we were, we've already got that with Dwight, and so like if we have to go through I, that I, again, I, know. I, I, will. I know. I just I'll throw up. To me, I just don't see how anybody what? in the cage lives. What's new? Regurgitating storylines? Oh, yeah. Recycling Imagine it? that. No. Repeat oh, Okay. Yeah, you're right. It's definitely going to be like he <laughs> said. a walking dead way. Um, so, anyway, then, like you said, we were talking about Morgan and Carol um, talking to a little boy Henry. here. And, and uh, um, you know, he's like, they argue over telling the boy who killed his brother. Morgan's like, he needs to know. And Carol's like, he's a child. Which side y'all on? Just go ahead and tell him. It's a zombie apocalypse. Like, you don't have time to be a child anymore. I'm too frustrated with what they're doing with Carol to give a damn at this point. I'm so frustrated with all three. Because yeah. Morgan has turned back into the Terminator. Like, I think all should die. Who should be clear. 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 The kid has no issue, no conscience, because he just stabbed a man to the back of the throat and watched him die. And, you know, and then you have Carol, who's gone back to compassion, cookie-making... You know, the children are important. You know, this isn't like you. I mean, like, it doesn't it doesn't compute. These two main characters here have gone through so many of, I can't stand Ups who I am, I don't want to kill anymore, to I'm the Terminator, back to I can't stand who I am, I don't want to kill, back to Terminators. Mm-hmm. You know, you talk about recycling and repeating. is their, their entire mentality has changed back and forth 15 times. And so for them to have a conversation about mentality of how you should handle a child, these are the two worst people to talk to a child about <laughs> anything when it comes to what they have been doing in the past on this show. And I yeah. just keep waiting for her to be like, hey, you see those pretty flowers over there? Want to go look at the flowers? <laughs> look at the yeah. flowers. So like this entire thing is just so confusing. And then every time I look at their body armor, I just, I giggle. Yeah. I mean, I absolutely giggle. <laughs> I mean, but I, I understand it is what it is. But again, so then we have the scene with, you know, Daryl and them show up and it turns silent. Now, don't get me wrong. I actually like the silent thought. I, it was better than him walking up and go, Hey, Carl died. Yeah, I got bad news. Carl died. Yeah, because I mean, there's just no way to convey that, and you don't want to tell everybody. You know, it was better to me, and I thought it was one of the best parts of the episode was is that just to see his look, and you really don't even have to see what he's saying, and everybody knows what they're talking mm-hmm. about. Well, because like see, you're looking for an Enid. Great job by her. Oh, complete yeah. total breakdown. You know, Enid did an awesome, and everybody else was kind of like, oh, and it cut screens to the next part, and nobody gives a shit anymore. Mm-mm. I mean, Maggie didn't even cry, didn't, wasn't broken up, wasn't anything. Carol didn't. Morgan, you know, yeah. he was still on Terminator. Yeah, mode, I'm not sure if know. Morgan He was still it. analyzing like, he was the just... crowd of who's dying next. I mean, like, only Enid was the one crying. I'm like, gosh dang, Carol, you helped raise that boy. Maggie, you were around when he, you, you helped save his life in the bedroom of your, your daddy's house. Yeah. These people should it's like, Maggie, you're have an emotional outrage. Of some kind. Instead, it was hugs. Do you have any food? Yeah. I mean, that's what I felt like. And to me, like the silent part was so good, and Enid coming out like she did was awesome. And then I was like, wait a minute. When Negan is the most emotionally broken up <laughs> yeah. over Carl, 
That, that, that's not good. <laughs> outside of you know outside parents. of Rick and Michonne. Michonne. That's a problem. Yeah, I mean that's a real problem. I mean, that, I mean like that's like Carol and them going over there, dropping trial and taking a dump right next to that cross. I mean, that's what it felt like to me emotionally. It really did, man. I, and I hated that, you know, to have such a well cool scene of Daryl, you know, conveying this and people coming in with their heads down because what they're talking about for everybody just to kind of eh. pretty good opportunity too for Carol to have a scene of like of a caring remorse, like they just like, tried to give her. For the I entire- lost my child, mm-hmm. you know, like understanding where somebody would come from. You know, maybe next episode Rick and Carol will have a conversation. Because you know Rick just shows up, but I don't know. I mean, it's a good opportunity to like focus on Carol a little bit and be like. But I mean, why even go back there? to it now? <laughs> like, I well, mean, it's like, another way to drag it out. We dragged out. Well, we got to have at least five more filler episodes for the finale. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! All right, so let's go down to let's go to Daryl and Company. This is Daryl Rosita Tara. Daryl takes a bath. Yeah, part one. Yes. Um, well, no. Here's the deal. We can't trust him. We go through this entire deal of here he is. Let's kill him. No, not yet. And we and we keep moving on with him in ear distance. The entire. I mean, time. he's literally in the conversation. Yeah, I'm right here, people. You know, I mean, <laughs> hello. You know, did you, you want me to turn around or anything? Earmuffs, like earmuffs. You put my hands <laughs> on my ears while you guys talk. You know, um, I do like. Now, I thought Dwight did a really good job this episode. I did like his acting in this episode. I did fine. I thought when he was talking, he's like, I want to help you guys. I just want to see Negan die. And I know what happens after that. Yeah. You know, like he, you know, all that looked really, really good. I was really impressed. This was kind of the first time I really got Dwight and enjoyed Dwight in completeness. I would Um, agree with that. And so all that stuff, I really couldn't stand for Tara. Don't get me wrong. I understand she's mad and this, that, or so on. Um, But again, such a huge, hey, viewer, slap, slap. I'm going to hang behind with Dwight. Yeah. I'm going to hang behind. Well, even when she threw the uh, walker at Dwight, I was like, what are you doing? I just, oh, God. You know, and uh, let's talk about how they go into the swamp. Okay, we'll bypass the decision of going into it. We got yeah. all that stuff. You don't care. So we're going to go into the swamp. When you're going to try to find a way through the swamp, do you spread out when you go through it? No. It's called, you take a single line. And if you clear that single line, everybody can follow that single line. Yeah. The idea of them spreading out and getting by themselves in different places. That's how you get stuck. That's absolutely how... asinine to me. Absolutely asinine to me. But it's also asinine that these walkers are staying underwater. They stay alone. underwater until they hear something and then they come out and they can move. Why not just get out of the fucking swamp? Yeah. Why would you stay in the swamp? Walkers, you move around. You move like herds. How do they even stay underwater? Because they would just float, I would think, or just disintegrate. No. They're just bones. There's no air in their lungs. They're not buoyant. (sighs) You know, I don't know. This goes back to the rule of cool is supposed to outweigh and wash the viewer's eyes of reality (laughs) because we're not in reality. But that's the thing. This is once again... They pulled it off gloriously. The walkers are fantastic coming up out of the muck and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, that looks really cool. Does it make any sense that they're there still? No. Maybe one or two that's like tangled up in mud or vines or something. I cool. Can do that. But a whole like seven group of them pop of out them, at the same time. And they're moving around. I'm like, dude, they're not going to stay in this crap. No. 
they're, they're going to leave. No yeah. Yeah. Like, well, and not only that, if you notice that Daryl and them, Daryl and Sadiq, when they came in there, that water is like right at knee level. And then by the yeah, time maybe they... maybe to the hip almost. It yeah. wasn't even to the waist completely. No, it's like knee level. Right. Maybe maybe thigh. these emerge like they were they were fully submerged. <laughs> Monster in the Laying swamp down. and everything. You know, but did you notice that when they went to go get them, that they were just hitting them on top of their heads every time? So that means they just literally lifted their chest out of the water. Uh, and then just take headshots. That's what I'm saying. They, they never a, even stood up. They did push-ups. Yeah, they were getting out of the water. They're doing. And you just stick them on the top of the head. It's like this is. It, it looks really cool, but once again, you know, does anything come together correctly? No. I remember an episode back. I think it was season two. Correct me if I'm wrong. There was a walker that was moldy to a tree. Yep. You mm-hmm. remember that? And so on. And when they came up to it, it went, just raised on, uh, you know, it was so feeble, couldn't do anything, and was evidently sat there that long that it became mossy to the tree. Okay. I guess you could equate the idea that this, a person died, the body was in the swamp, and succumbed to it. But what, just because you hear the water rustle or the sound, they just started to get up. It just doesn't compute. But do you remember the mudslide zombies? Yeah. Yeah. And the little girl was sitting there and they start coming up out of the ground. Yeah, yeah. with the governor and everything. Right. Even those Maybe. got out of the ground and moved. Yeah. Those I mean, were strong sense. enough to pull the gore to her and get bitten. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 it's saying, just so inconsistent, man. And you know, Gimple. That's all I can say. Yeah. Gimple. The Gimple effect. But even the mudslide ones pisses me off because like, they would have moved before the girl got there. 100%. They don't stop moving. You see the ones. They yeah. drag themselves through the woods, for God's sake. Or they just like keep going the entire time. Yeah. If nobody comes near this swamp, they go to where they hear or smell or whatever it is yeah. they do. They go somewhere else. Yeah, because if they were trapped in the swamp, then they don't come out of that water. It's just the bottom line. You step on their carcass. And also, how is no one using the Michonne technique of cutting off arms and like the bottom jaw? As we're going through the swamp, uh, I don't know. They didn't have chains, evidently. Yeah, it's not, like, it's not like, like Game of Thrones that has chains and they don't want to That can't go the back of a yeah. swamp. To you pick can't up a go dragon. north of the wall and go to the Home Depot <laughs> and get your chains like they do. Um, it's just one because of like now traveling without that, like in a big anyway. Yeah, Tara yeah. attempts a super slick uh, assassination of Dwight. Um, I, I'm going. <laughs> It was oozing I'm with sorry. sarcasm. When they turned didn't. into the Olympics and he's running from her and she's suddenly running at pace in the same camera angle as him, he leaves the edge of the forest, stops to catch a breath. Literally yeah. just stops. Like, hey, okay. Yeah, you kill her a chance. Like. And she comes out the other end like, all right, I'm still here. I was just completely like, you've got to be kidding me. I, I don't know. It's I, so struggling for me, man. It's so, so struggling for me. I, I liked, like you said, I liked Dwight. You know, he's making apologies. He's saying he wants to help beat Negan. Yeah. Even though he says, I know how this ends. He's like, even when we beat Negan, I know I still die. Yeah, I've done not, too much wrong. And he's right. not even asking for forgiveness. He's just like, I want you to understand. Like, I was just trying yeah. to survive. Yeah. All that was great. And, you know, I think Dwight pulled his part off. Just, just yeah, fine. This episode. Like, I mean, I thought he did. Tara just chews up the screen with shittiness. So I don't know what to do about her. No, because she didn't even 
do her job of being the most accurate shot in the world. That's like the other she thing missed. too is she was at ten feet and she missed. So I'm 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 gonna have to say that yeah, bad. Well yeah. and Rosita randomly <laughs> shows up. Like, whenever Rosita you. is the voice of reason for an episode, I, I think that should be a strong sign. Uh, of well, we don't know what the hell Rosita is anymore. Yeah, I know. I loathe her character. Oh, oh, oh my god, I loathe her. Oh she's like, Well, I saw y'all. And so I, I wanted to come help you out. I mean, they ran. If you remember, Rosita was in the water by herself and was struggling with a walker. Yes. She and went so in. She went into the So they went the opposite direction of the swamp. She says she sees them, runs over there. Did you also notice that Rosita's pants were not wet? I didn't. But she has Gabriel vision, so I mean, oh clearly she's got God. the Gabriel. I just... This is... Ooh. Like, I feel like we're super bashing this episode a lot. It wasn't a bad episode. It was a lot of filler, but it's like... The details were off on so many things. Well, it's just certain characters or certain writing drags down scenes to the point where all we're doing is bashing when the parts that are decent, we don't, we don't talk about it that much. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's so overshadowed. Correct. By the badness of... Yeah. Which is, which is really unfortunate. Because like I said, I thought Dwight kind of killed it this episode. But yeah. the problem is, his co-star is Tara. And she did not crush it. Tara she... the Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I just... Yeah, you're right. You're, you're absolutely right. It's just unfortunate. I mean, look at what he has to deal with. Daryl is like strong silent type. He doesn't even say much. No. But, but I mean, like even Daryl's forgiving. Tara and Rosita? That's who you have to fight up against? Ugh. Gross. You know, I mean, yeah. there's nothing you can do. <laughs> and Rosita wasn't even bad, though, is the thing. Like, I, I didn't loathe her or anything this episode. Like, she was just filler. No, but it's just weird that she was able to teleport right there beside them. <laughs> you know. One of her boyfriends taught her. Well, yeah, she I mean, touched her little emblem on her chest and, you know, it, dum, you know, that goes. Beam anyway. me up. Beam me. <laughs> anyway, let's get away from this. The Suddenly, Negan's people are walking around. Convenient. You know. And they don't know that Dwight betrayed them. Like yeah, everybody. like he's oblivious. Which I do like that he come out there and goes, hey, what happened to her? And they're like, well, I don't know what happened. Da, 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 da. And he's just able to say, all right, let's go this way. Grab, snatches a gun, and I love this writing. This is the writing that makes me cringe. Lead the way, Dwight. Lead the way. Yeah. And I was like, lead the way, D. Yeah, exactly. D. I was like, <laughs> follow you, D. <laughs> he snatches an assault rifle out of this guy's hand. That guy should have tackled him from behind. You have yeah. one arm, you dummy. Let me bitch yeah, slap like, you. I was just like, where have you been? <laughs> Haven't seen you in a while, D. Uh. I, I was just like... Shit's changed, D. <laughs> <laughs> You're not getting this assault rifle, yeah. D. I mean, I know. I just... Uh, I mean, I was shaking my head. I was like, please go to commercial. Please go to commercial. <laughs> I need a minute to recoup after that riding right there. All right, so let's get to Negan. All right, so Negan's in there, and we're having a conversation with Eugene. And then basically, how the F did Doc and Gabriel get away? Super awesome camera shot here, though. Yes. Mm -hmm. Negan turned in the chair with the Lucille laying behind him. Yes. Really cool frame. It really was. Plus, Lucille was illuminated so well. Yes. You know what oh, I mean? perfect. She looked fantastic this episode. Like, I mean, she has this scene. She has the end of the episode. Yeah. I was like, man, Lucille. And, uh, Killing it. <laughs> yeah. And so he turns around, and I love Jeffrey Dean Morgan and his charisma. He's got this character on lock and stuff. I hate some of the writing they give him, but when they do give him good stuff, damn, he does a good job. 
and he's talking to Eugene. And again, Eugene and his, the writing for Eugene. Sometimes it is awesome. Sometimes you're like, what? You know, but this one was a good mixed bag to me. Like some of it was really good. Some of it was like, I don't really understand. Like when he's talking to the girl later I didn't understand that in one the bit. bullet shop, yeah. the redhead where he's barking orders and this, that, or so on. He's like, I want to make this my slash break room, restroom, this, that. I'm like, what? Cubby hole. Yeah. I was like, okay. I want I, eggs. No fold. I'm talking scramble, baby. And like four or five of them. I was like, okay. It was just, you heard the man. Whatever. And I was just like, okay. Peppers. This Lots just of peppers. made no, it was just so unnecessary. Filler. So unnecessary. But then when he's talking to Negan in the scene, you know, like his stuff he's delivering is great. And so it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Now, I think he did, uh, the actor does a phenomenal job um, when, you know, they bring Gabriel in. And, you know, and he looks like he's about literally to shit his pants yep. because he's got Gabriel coming. And, of course, it was an easy scapegoat. Well, yeah, Doc Carlson escaped me, you know. Yeah. By the way, he's dead in the back of the truck, you know. Um, no, he's dead on the ground. Yeah, miles we didn't bring away. him back. Yeah, we we, um, we kicked him out of the truck. And so, do you think we'll get a cameo from Doc Carlson because we didn't hit him in the head? No, you, know? you think we'll get him later, or this was the end of the road? <laughs> <laughs> Talking Dead's in this shit. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he's making a comeback. <laughs> I think poor old Doc. Yeah. Um, and so Gabriel's sitting there, and he and he goes, he might not have good vision, but he's got great hands, you know. And there's this huge mound of casings sitting there, you mm-hmm. know. Where you got to separate them. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be something. Yeah, this, yeah. this feels this about right. This the cylinder-like. Um, <laughs> this was a little beat up. out of know from 100 yards, but he can't see six inches in front of him now. You know. Well, I mean. You hope his vision's cleared up, maybe. Uh, a rifle casing versus a 9mm casing. Sure. sure. No problem. A, a 9 millimeter casing versus a 40 casing or a 45 <laughs> casing. You got some struggle here. Yeah. Be SOL pretty quickly if I you're mean, using those bullets. A 357 versus a 45. I mean, there's all there's some there's some shit in there. Yeah, like, we're talking about iffy. millimeters here. Yeah. You know. If this is who you're trusting to sort your brass. <laughs> We're going to have a few exploded hands. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have some deformed cases going on yeah. here. Yeah. Good hey. idea, Negan. Just, uh, hey, Gabriel, you want this gun? You know, I'm good. Together. I can't see. Yeah. I can't see. Hey, you kind of press that on there backwards, dude. Yeah, about that. <laughs> yeah, uh, can you give me the bullets that uh, <laughs> he didn't <laughs> This one didn't touch? So can you I get all the ammo that was made prior to his arrival? <laughs> So you're going skydiving and you got the uh, hippie folding your parachute. Yeah. Who else y'all got? Yeah. <laughs> Who else is back there folding parachutes? Can we not put Dwight in the push-up contest? <laughs> got a fucked up arm. Uh, so anyway, he's having a conversation and uh, Negan makes this great line. It was like, you know, ah, you know, flower just came out of shit or a rose just... Roses just grew out of this shit hole or something yeah, like yeah. that so on. So he goes outside. We have class out here at the at the fence. We've got a few walkers. And he beats the dog piss out of this one walker. It's awesome effects. Pretty cool. Rubbing up and down. Mm-hmm. It's all this junk on it and everything else. Giving this huge speech about the blood and stuff that we yeah. talked about earlier. Which you know, also great job by Lucille, dead Absolutely. or alive or, or something in between. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and that's how the episode wraps. You know, boom, episode over. Um, and then it goes into a really good long montage about you know 
where the next episode's going. And there is, I have to mention this. It was this was discussed and I saw it several places. Like, did y'all see the Fast Five cameo in the in the season preview for the next episode? Mm-hmm. There's a scene where they've come out on social media, and I think it was right after this episode. I can't get confused. Where there is a car chase. Oh no! With cars, with Rick and Negan coming up. I might have seen something like that. Please no. I'm just telling you. Gird your loins. You know, pucker your asshole. I'm just telling you, you're going to have to absorb this situation because I do believe we are going to get a first, <laughs> like a Fast and Furious style car chase. Well, I mean, we kind of have one with uh, Rick and Daryl earlier. That wasn't a car chase. That was the most That was the most atrocious scene <laughs> on television where somebody's shooting a 50 cal at a Jeep that's going 16 miles an hour and it's bouncing yeah. off of it like yeah. it's fireworks. Or when you use a Jeep that weighs like 1,200 pounds. <laughs> Knock a truck off a road. <laughs> Has yeah. it shoot at you with a fifty cow? Makes total oh, sense. Oh, total sense. Gosh. Anyway, but that's what it looks like. So on, you know, and that's kind of in the episode. You know, um, it kind of gives you the heads up. You know, if you remember, if you watched our preview cast we did before the entire season eight started, we talk about this exact thing that Negan is showing them. That this is a big deal going into the comic book era of the war. So that the show has definitely followed that kind of guidelines. They're going to use the same kind of tactic when it comes to warfare. Um, however, the comic book had a much different, not a much different, but a unique way they entwine this into a battle scene. Um, and so I'm very, I'm, I'm hopeful they are going to follow very similar to the, the comic on this part. Um, Cause in the comic, this next battle that has where they use this nasty warfare it has a really cool effect. You yeah. know, some really cool things go down. So if if you're interested in hearing that, which is kind of semi spoilerly but basically we're just talking about the comic book version, go back to our season eight preview cast. It talks about how the comic book comparison is. Highly suggested. And, uh, you know, we've got a lot of compliments on it. It tells you everything that the comic book wants you to know about what's going on. You know, of course, the show does remixes all the time, so it's really semi spoilery maybe. Uh, but how do you want to look at it? But other than that, guys, I think we're just going to call it a night. Um, hoping next week is not too fillery. We actually have something new and unique coming for. I mean, we got a car chase. So and got maybe that even a car forward. chase. So, but you can always catch us on Gmail, you know, um, Bleed TV Podcast and Gmail. We're on Twitter as well as Facebook. Other than that, I'll call it a night. This is Bleed TV and I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. Later.